Well, next month marks four years since cannabis was legalized in Canada. Now, the federal government has announced plans for a long overdue review of the Cannabis Act. It was supposed to take place nearly 12 months ago, and it comes as those in the industry are calling for changes. Scott Treasure is the chair of the Alberta Cannabis Council. Scott, joining us this afternoon. Hey, Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jalen. Four years. It seems like it's been longer than four years. Yeah, it does. Uh, it, it does. I think, and we we are in a delayed point here. I think the scheduled review was three years. So, uh, yeah, we're we're definitely. Uh, I think, as you put it, long overdue. Yeah, and it just seems, you know, when I look back, there was so much build up and so much hype towards, and then it happened. I was like, okay, and we went along tickety boo. But things are happening inside the industry uh, right now. Now, this this review uh, says, in particular, it has to look at the impact on the health and consumption habits of young persons with respect to cannabis. Um, before we get into some other stuff, I wanted you to just touch on that uh, a little bit. Why is, is that being made a priority? I think it just makes sense uh, as far as a, a public health initiative goes. Um, you know, we want to make sure that uh, that the impact uh, to young people is the least possible uh, negative impact. Um, there's a, you know, this this product was regulated and legalized um, uh, very, as you say, four years ago. So uh, there is some caution to you know the way uh, it was rolled out. But I think it's it's definitely time to to, to really open it up and look at things because, uh, as I like to say, um, we still have uh, no one has died from cannabis consumption uh, in the world. Uh, and so we, I think, it's time to look at our product in a in a different light. And the, the four-year review sounds like a perfect time to do that. All right. So let's look at it in a different light here this afternoon Scott I know that um, you know folks in the industry including you know uh, the council here wants to see some changes let's talk about some of the, uh, the, the the taxation and some of the the regulations surrounding cannabis in Canada what would you like to see changed well, I think that you basically nailed it there with what we're looking at. It, 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 there are some real restrictions when it comes to what we're doing, and also some some extreme, fairly extreme costs added into the mix. Uh, you know, one of the things obviously that we're looking at uh, is the is the federal excise tax. Uh, I think a lot. Some of these decisions were made um, early on. Uh, this is a competitive industry, um, and and that's something that that we really need to look at. Um, I think you know. Well, our challenge is, is is competing or eliminating the illicit market, and uh, you know when when it comes to that, there are things we need to look at when it, whether it's costs, uh, you know, fees and costs, or it's it's convenience, you know, um, things like um, carrying limits. You know, mm-hmm. you're not you can only carry 30, 30 uh, grams of of cannabis on you at any one time. That's it's obviously not the same with alcohol or tobacco. That's something I think needs to be removed completely. Um, you have the milligram limits on edibles that has created a large uh, opportunity for the illicit market to thrive um, the, the 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 edible market in Canada was started at a 10 milligram limit and you know you the the illicit market um, is is anywhere from you know the standard numbers are 500 milligrams to a thousand milligrams per package and that's creating a really big cost factor for us I mean just on that that example alone 
Um, you know, to get a thousand milligrams in my store, you can get that on the illicit market for fifty dollars. In my store, you're gonna you're gonna have to buy a hundred packages, oh. and that's gonna cost you about five hundred dollars. So yeah. I think that you know, and that's and we're overpackaging, oversugaring, all those kind of things. So th- those are things I think need to be looked at. But ultimately, the, it all comes back to cost, um, and uh, and we need to be able to compete uh, with the illicit market. And those are some of the things we need to remove for sure. Hey, you want to talk just briefly on. On, on the packaging, like the over-packaging of it. Um, you know, I think, you know, gummy packaging, um, you know, the little the little envelopes that they're almost in right now don't seem as bad, but I can remember seeing some, you know, single um, cannabis um, uh, joints that were inside a plastic tube and then put in another sleeve and then was in a cardboard box, a box. that yeah. had a plastic wrap on it. It just, it was, it was just so much. It was, I was like, what, what, what's going on here? Is, is that changing? Thankfully, that specific instance has has changed <laughs> for sure. We don't have the sort of quadruple packaging, you know. But every piece of cannabis needs to be airtight, uh, yeah. and so and it is and and so the again with the the limits on the the THC amount. Uh, we are like those packages. You talk about single-use packages, um, yeah. you know, the, and plastics. That's what you know. We're really looking at. So again, the full picture needs to get looked at. That is a small piece, but yeah. but it is definitely something that that we're <laughs> concerned about in the industry for sure. What what about um, what about being able to advertise or promote? Cannabis. Really, the the number one issue I believe for the industry when combating the illicit market is our ability to promote ourselves. We are effectively restricted from promoting the use of the product that we sell. Um, that's ultimately what the regulations or the the, the legalization. Uh, like, documents actually stated. Uh, so ultimately, that's that's really a big factor. We feel like the the that could be put back in the industry's hands. Uh, we there there are so many restrictions when it comes to us. You can't you know people can't be in our ads. Uh, you know emotions can't be in our ads. There's there's a lot there that we feel um, we're. It, it, when you really look at it, uh, our pro- we believe very strongly, as I mentioned already, our product is a lot less harmful than some others that are being regulated by similar industries. And so uh, we believe that needs to be, we believe we're a less harmful alternative when it comes to alcohol. So these types of things need to be, rele- we need to be, I guess, let us loose and allow the entrepreneurs uh, within the space that have been legally vetted and, 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 uh, and accredited for uh, being able to sell the product, you know, allow us to do that. Scott Treasure joining me this afternoon, the chair of the Alberta Cannabis Council. Scott, um, just a, a couple of other questions, maybe moving away a little bit uh, from this review, but I just want to look at the the industry in, in Alberta itself. It, You know, I've been reading a lot of different articles recently on the number of cannabis stores there are in this in this, in this this province, and there are a lot. I think at the, the one of the last numbers, there was over like 760 uh, licensed cannabis uh, providers in Alberta, 194 in Calgary, I think about 160 in Edmonton. Is is that too much or is that good for competition and good for business? Well, I, I, one of my regular lines on this is that if, you know, were we actually allowed to sort of compete at a, at a, at a level playing field, there, that, that 750 number might not be enough. 
but you know current where we are currently uh, and those regulations will change slowly over time but i have the i you know we've spoken as a board this is a topic that's come up at the alberta cannabis council and uh, we are we're in favor of a moratorium on licenses in the province at mm. this time uh, we feel that uh, i think that the number hasn't changed in a number of months i think this the idea would likely help independent retailers um, in providing an asset that they could potentially sell uh, if they were to uh, go out of business. Uh, it might create an asset value for some of the some of the larger uh, chains in the province. But we feel like that's probably something that 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 it's time for, um, and the industry could use uh, when it comes to the number of stores. And that's to say, you know, a license could move from different places if it's uncoupled with the location. That's that's the kind of stuff we are looking for currently in the province, and have been speaking uh, to the AGLC recently about. Scott, are, is there a challenge uh, for licensed cannabis providers to get uh, a steady supply in the stores right now? I was in a store recently and there wasn't a lot left on the menu. Let's put it that way. I, we There have been challenges across the country, for sure, when it comes to cannabis uh, on the shelves. I think Ontario had a problem when it came to their ordering system. I think BC had a problem when it came to the uh, the staff. I think there was a strike uh, that in the uh, logistics centre there. Um, we have not had those problems, mm. but see the potential for them, and so are just keeping our eyes peeled as far as you know how we can do it best in Alberta. Uh, but ultimately, right now there's lots of products used at the AGLC and you know it's just it's a little bit it's just a different situation you know just like you know we're not like any other business we don't order directly from uh, our license from the licensed producers we go through the AGLC's ordering mm, sheets okay. in order to do that and there and there there's lots of product there so it may just be a state of the industry so the past four years have been, uh, you know, eye-opening, a lot to learn. What, what are you hopeful in the end that this review um, will do for the, for the industry as a whole? I'm I'm really hopeful that it will, as I said already, that it will unleash the entrepreneurial spirit uh, in this industry and allow uh, the the business people that are passionate about this this product and this industry uh, to do what they intended coming into this coming into this space. I see a lot of parallels when it comes to, um, and I even had a conversation with Senator Scott Tanis on this, where there's some parallels when it comes to the legalization of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And Canada had had a a, a, a leg up or at a, at a little bit of an advance uh, on that and worked hard to establish the industry and that lasted for generations in eastern Canada and I feel that there's the same that same opportunity exists in cannabis and we can be in Alberta we can be a, a national leader and in the in the world we can be a leader in cannabis uh, we just need to kind of take the kid gloves off and, and really go for it here yeah, get at her all right absolutely Scott thanks for joining me this afternoon appreciate it Thank you very much for having me, Jalen.